Hi, welcome to the Haven Youth Church Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message encourages you and empowers you to be all God created you to be. We love you. Welcome to the family. ...nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed... You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. You see, we've all sinned, all failed, but when salvation changes, when salvation takes place, our identity changes. You see, I'm going to tell you the truth. There's hardly ever been a bad thing about me spoken in this world that wasn't true. Now, there's a few that they embellished a touch, but... (laughs) But for the most part, if they've said it about me, it's true because I was not a good person. I was not born a good person. I did not come up a good person. I was evil from the day I was born. I'm sorry if you don't like that. That's the doctrine of the Bible. We are born into sin. We are born into unrighteousness. And that's what I was. I was unholy in every way. I didn't desire anything holy. I didn't desire anything good. And it was all true. All of it was true about me. But when salvation took place, I became a new creature. I became a new man. Now, well, the problem here is that too often we believe the lies we are told about ourselves. You must understand this. Satan's only weapon that he has against you is a lie. See, we make the gospel and the Bible so difficult. Like we can't understand. I know it's big. I know it's long. I, I know theology can be deep. But here's the truth of the matter. The only thing Satan can do to work against you is get you to believe something untrue about yourself. To get you to believe something untrue about your creator. When we say God loves you, he says he doesn't love you. God never cared about you. God, God doesn't, God's not working for your situation. You're gonna always be depressed. You're going to always be broken. You're going to always be that person that you've been. You're going to always be that same person. You're never going to succeed. You're never going to be called to ministry. You're never going to have the life that God's put in front of you. That's what he comes. He speaks that to us. But he's come to speak to you. Because he knows what your father has said about you. Did you hear what I said? He knows the truth of what you are and who you are. He knows what your name is. And if he can ever convince you that it's not true, he's got you broken, he's got you bound, he's got you on the sideline, and you'll never work. But if you can believe what your father says about you. King David. Anybody know what what David's name means? What the name David means? It means beloved. That's beautiful, isn't it? You're like, man, I wish, wish my name. My friend David Coffey leaves after he gets done drumming. But, like, if he was here right now, he'd be like, man, beloved. No, he's not here. I can't tell him. But he's beloved, you know. That name means beloved. Who knows the story of King David, though? King David didn't. He grew up in a family where he was the youngest boy, and his dad didn't love him. Did you hear what I said? What a horrible twist of irony. To be named beloved by somebody who doesn't even care about you. Be named beloved by somebody who when the prophet came to anoint a new king and said it's going to be in this house. He didn't even think you were worthy to be even shown to the prophet. But your name's beloved. Do you know who gave David that name? It wasn't his father who didn't care about him who gave it that name. It was God who gave him that name. His heavenly father. That happens to us so many times. We hear 
what our Heavenly Father would say about us. But we look at our circumstance and we say, how can that ever be true? How can that ever be me? How will I ever do that? We give power to the enemy when we listen to these lies. You see, the children of Israel, God told them, he said, listen, you're going to go over there. I've set aside this land for you. Don't worry about what it looks like. Don't worry about who's over there. Don't worry about what's going on in there. I'm going to give it to you. And what did they do? They said, well, uh that sounds really nice. Uh, Real estate prices are up. We would love to be given some free land. Um, But let's go ahead and just let's head over there. Let's sit a few people. And uh, we'll just kind of scout it out, see what's going on. And uh, they come back. The scouts come back, and they're like, well, well, a couple were like, a couple, two of them were like, let's do it. God said it. Our father said it. But the others were like, well, there's giants. We're kind of small. And um, I think they'll crush us. Let's just, you know. And they didn't believe what their father had said. And they couldn't walk in it because they didn't believe what he said. The way to fight what the enemy speaks against you, the way to fight against your circumstance, the way to work against it is to listen to what your father has to say about you. Matt, a couple years ago, told me a story. It's one of the cutest stories I've ever heard. He, Jude, when he was little, didn't have a lot of confidence. Matt wanted to get more confidence. So Matt went to his room. Was it every night, Matt, you did it? Every night. And he would tell him, sorry if I'm embarrassing you, Jude. I'm really sorry about that. But Kind of. He would say, you're fast. Am I getting that right? You're strong. You're smart. Was there another one? You're handsome. Okay. You're fast. You're strong. You're smart. You're handsome. And at first you didn't believe him. Did you hear what I said? I know it's a funny story, but at first you didn't believe him. You didn't believe that he was strong. Didn't believe he was fast. He was smart. He was handsome. I don't know how. Looks like his dad everywhere I go, everybody's like, wow, your friend is so handsome. And, um, but but you didn't believe that. But Matt went in there again the next night. And his father, did you hear what I said? His father told him that he was fast, he was strong, he was smart, he was handsome. Not too long after that, when you asked Jude if he was fast, you know what Jude would say? I'm fast. Jude, are you strong? Oh, I'm strong. Jude, are you smart? Oh, I'm real smart. Let me tell you, that boy's smart. Jude, are you handsome? Well, look at his parents. Yes, he's handsome. He would tell you that. You know why he believed that? Because he heard what his father had to say about him. His father went to him, and he spoke into his life, and he believed it. If you think of that you'll never accomplish anything, that you'll never be anything in God, that you'll never be holy, that you'll never be righteous, that your situation's always going to be the same, that your life's always going to be the same, that you're from a broken home, so you'll always be broken. You'll always be 
downtrodden. You'll always be poor. You'll always be underneath everybody. You'll always be the last choice. That's because you haven't been listening to what your father has to say about you. You have not been listening to what your father has to say about you. What does your father have to say about you? Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. God said, I know who you are. It was never hidden from me. I saw you before you were born. I saw you when you were a child. I saw you when you were broken. I saw you when you were going through that traumatic experience. I saw you when evil was surrounded you. I saw you when you were in sin. And I still loved you all the same. And I have a plan for you. And I know what I'm going to do with your life. First Peter 2 and 9. But you are a chosen race. A royal priesthood. Do you know what royal means? That means privilege that not everybody else has. Did you hear what I said? That means privilege that not everybody else has. That means my father gave me something. I inherited something from my father. I'm a royal line, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God has chosen you. Did you hear what I said? God picked you for this time, for this moment, for your family for your school, for the situation around you, for your job. God picked you. He anointed you. He moved in you so that you can work on his behalf. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Ephesians 1, 4 through 5. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. You think you're never going to be holy? Oh, God, your father says something different. He says he chose you to be holy before him and his presence, even before the world was created. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus, sons and daughters. That's what it means through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. God came to Jacob that night and he said, I know what others call you. And I know what you've been. And I know about your sin. And I know what you've stolen. And I know what you've done. And I know that birthright wasn't yours. And I know you tricked your brother and you lied to your father. I know all that. I know what the enemy spoke against you. And I know what you call yourself. But he said, I got a new name for you. You're not going to be known by any of that anymore. Did you hear what I said? You're not going to be known as Jacob anymore. You're not the thief anymore. You're not the liar anymore. You're not the evil one anymore. You're not the birthright stealer anymore. But now you're my chosen man to bring forth a nation, to be holy before me, to be righteous. Your name is Israel after my new nation. If you've forgotten what your father calls you, go and ask him what his name is. The time has come that we must push out the lies of the enemy and hear what our father has to say about us. Hebrews 3 and 11. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what, what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. What does that have to do with anything, Kyle? Well, let me tell you something. There was God before time began, and there was nothing else but him. Did you hear what I said? I know I'm not, I'm not trying to blow your mind. I'm not like, whoa, think about. There was nothing but God. God didn't go get supplies somewhere else and come and make the world. God didn't need someone to come in else and build it. He didn't even have to move a muscle. He spoke, and it came to pass. By his 
Words alone was everything that exists made. Not by anything else. And you refuse to believe what that same God says about you. Did you hear what I had to say to you tonight? You refuse to believe what the God of the universe, the God who spoke everything into existence, has to say about you. Let me tell you something, young people. I came from a broken family, and I was a broken man. My mother was a drug addict. My father was violent. I came from evil. I came from unrighteousness. I spent time without heat in the winter. I spent time without electricity. Sometimes we had no water. Sometimes we had no food. Sometimes... Oh, I can't, I, I, some of it I don't even like to think about. It was so horrible. I should not be the man I am. I should not be standing in haven. I should not be preaching the gospel. I should not be anointed. I was evil. I was full of sin. But when I met my father, he gave me a new name. And my name isn't broken. My name isn't unholy. My name isn't violence. It's not addiction. It's chosen. It's, it's son. It's preacher. It's anointed. It's leader. God wants to move on your behalf tonight. Whatever you've called yourself before, God says, I don't call you that anymore. I've got a new name. You're my anointed now. You're my holy now. You're my righteous now. By faith, all things were done that have ever been done by man through God. Through, through man by God. Tonight, Believe what God has to say about you. Did you hear what I said? Tonight, believe what God has to say about you. Jess, you you come. I'm going to close. Thanks for listening. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast with someone. You can follow us on social media at Haven Youth Church. We love you, fam. The best is yet to come.